Hi, I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Antonio. And welcome to Intelligence on the Rocks. Hope you like this episode. You will. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you doing today? Hi, pretty well. How are you? Doing great. Let's. Uh, what is the, today's episode about? Tell me. Well, today's episode of Intelligence on the Rocks is something I've been thinking about a lot. Um, is when I first got sober, how lonely I was. I'm uh, what? Uh, why you say that? Well, I think that the friends that I had, um, I actually lost a lot of my friends while I was drinking. And I, you know, I blamed them. I thought, oh, you know, they started dating someone else or they got a job or, you know, I came up with reasons as to why they didn't want to hang out with me anymore. But the reality of the situation was they stopped hanging out with me because I was ridiculous about the amount I'm drinking. Okay, so these uh, people were not your drinking buddies, were your buddies? They were, it started as drinking buddies. I mean, mm-hmm. all my friends, were. they drank just when it got to the point of how much I was drinking. It was just something that they really couldn't fathom. And so those friendships fell to the wayside. I would also say because I canceled things, I, you know, talked about isolating yes um, okay so if, you, if you're not there for your friends then they kind of move on right right so that's one of the uh things that we are going to try to get uh, a little bit uh, deeper into it right of how uh, the dynamic of friendship changes or or morphs through our uh, disease correct correct i mean so some of the friends that stopped hanging out with me were very pleased to hear that I was getting sober. However, they still were not ready to jump back into a friendship with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see that uh, it, for a couple of reasons that you mentioned, one, that uh, you may have been a little obnoxious drunk, maybe. Mm-hmm. I- isolation. Isolation. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, you know, in my- Passing out. I mean. Yeah, of course, you know, that, that you, know, you become a... a Potato. Or psychically reading everyone in bars. Right? Oh wow, that would be interesting. Yeah, well, you your know. dead uncle. I yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just having I right. having a conversation with your grandma, right? Right. You know? I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not psychic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you have a few on you, 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 you can be superwoman, right? Yeah, because, absolutely. Yeah, so that that is a, uh, yeah, you know, and then that, that, that's the the thing that we have this. Uh, mask that uh, or this guy that we think that we are. First of all, we believe that we may be good friends, yeah, because that's another thing, you know, we think that we're doing the right thing to other people, and uh, we're doing the opposite. And the same happened to us, that, that other people, they think that they're helping us, and that they're just enabling us on this behavior, you know. In, in that aspect, when we are, when I was particularly drinking, there was nobody to tell me to stop. You know, we were just, right. I was just enabled to, to so, do that. And it's so true, but let's, so let's say when you, got sober, which wasn't like super long ago. Right. I mean, it is though, because right. every day is, is huge. But let's say when when you first get sober, you were so incredibly fragile. Um, even though like, I know you went to a detox, I went to a rehab center. Even though the alcohol is out of your system, all these feelings start happening that you're not used to, you're not used to feeling. I, 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 I felt dread, I felt lonely, I 
did uh, felt that uh, also everybody was looking at me. You know, I was like a like a, a Robert Nicky. No, Robert Nicky, I call it. You know, oh, like yeah. like mm-hmm. like a car accident on the highway. You know, everybody <laughs> was just looking and saying, "Wow, <laughs> look, look at that!" Wow, you know? that's awesome. It was I a, mean, not uh, yeah. Yeah, but I yeah yeah I think that a lot of people, you know, I, I felt I don't know probably everybody was ignoring me, right? You know, but I, I felt like it was like a, a traffic accident. You know, says man. That was bad, you know? Right, so you really didn't, so you felt judged by, not, you didn't feel comfortable enough, or they didn't feel comfortable enough to approach you. I, I was on a shield. I, I, had I, shield. I, I, I had my shield on and I was not approachable. You know, just a few people around me, I was family related, and that's about it, you know? I, I tried to engage and uh, it was it was not possible. Even if they tried, people, a couple of friends tried to reach me and I, uh, did not answer the phone. I did not want it to right. discuss what was going through because the first month or so after that, it was absolutely painful. I, I, it's like being lost in the woods. I, I, I had no direction. I mean, without alcohol, it's, I, I lost my parents. But it, it was good, but it was very confusing being being sober the first few 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 days. I mean, absolutely, and and I just remember. I just had my notebook and I had myself and I was just doing what the next right thing, just doing the next right thing. And friendships, it didn't really play a part for for quite a while. However, I will say that I've seen many people tell their friends, hey, I'm not drinking anymore. And their friends respect that for a certain amount of time. Right. For but me. then their friends are still right. They're still drinking. Well, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Ahead. Yeah. What I was about to say that exactly. How, you know, I had a chance to meet some friends I have not seen in quite a few years, and I uh, explained to them, you know, I've been sober a few months, and uh, and they said, "Man, you kill it." And I, I hear, "What do you mean you kill, you, you kill all the fun? You, you cannot <laughs> drink anymore." Yeah. So you just kill it. You just kill the boss for life for you. You should not have done that. Like. I was surprised when they mentioned that you kill the ability to have fun, right? So and I mean, I I, 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 I can kind of understand that, but if you look at media and everything, I mean, it, it that is fun. It's fun, but the, but the problem is, is that if you truly have an addiction, you guys, it's not fun. That's the thing. It might have been fun for your friends. Um, it might have been fun for you in the beginning. When you actually take away the substance that was covering your feelings, it's not fun. And it wasn't fun anymore at the end of my drinking. It right. wasn't fun, and it's it's really hard to get sober, but it, it's worth it. You know, if oh. you surround yourself with the right kind of people. So. Exactly. And the, the, the other thing is that the friends that we had at that point, it was just... Because alcohol, if we remove the alcohol out of this equation, out of meeting them after work or at a game, it will be absolutely boring. It will be, I, you will walk out of that place because there was absolutely nothing to talk about. With be, them. With them. Because it's all about the alcohol, the IPA, the volume of this and that, and then uh, have you tried this one? And then you start talking about complete nonsense that has nothing to do. We're not going to fix the world with, uh, with uh, t- uh, three scotch in one night. But those, right, but you could try, or you could at least plan something. Yeah, but see, the thing is, at the at the end of the night, you know, <laughs> you, you didn't fix anything; you just got worse. You know, you hangover, 
your wallet, everything, you know, the possibility of, of something going wrong here in home if you make it home, right? So, so how, how do you find a support group? What do you do if, you're ve- if your very best friend is still drinking, but they're like, you're like ride or die? Let other people know what our struggles are. And if they support us, good. And if they don't, we definitely, with all the heartache that we'll have, we are going to need to avoid for a little bit or forever. It depends on well, you. Well, I mean, and if it's someone that you're super close, it would be very, very sad difficult. It would be very sad, but for me, it happened to two people, and uh, I had no choice. I had no choice because of the comment that says, you kill it, instead of you could have died. Right. What I killed was the ability to have fun with them. Instead of, man, I'm glad that you survived this. How can we help you? It was disappointment that I drink too much that I stopped the phone for the whole group. You know, I, I was right. a boss killer. Exactly. I killed the boss for, for this, uh, this couple of friends that I, that I knew for, for years. So, so yeah. I mean, I think you really hit like the nail on the head. Did they say that in Spanish? It was me. No, oh my gosh. Anyway, okay, <laughs> I was saying as an idiom. I think you really hit the nail on the head when you were saying that it, it's a personal journey. Like you, you're getting sober for yourself and your friends, you know, shouldn't dictate whether you drink or whether you don't drink. However, it's quite difficult if you're in early sobriety and you head over to happy hour at the sushi restaurant. It's not a good idea. It's, I still, after seven years almost, I've not been to Vegas. I, I don't go into bars, although I, I would like to go in and stick some of our um, Intelligence on the Rock stickers in the bar bathroom stalls, both places, you know. But anyway, that's just a fleeting thought, but beautiful thought. I avoided places like that for so long, but you know what? I mean, I also had a support system, so in a sense. I mean, there was no alcohol in my house. In the beginning, nobody drank around me. So how do we choose which basically I think... Yeah, but uh, see, Elisa, I think that what we need to do or what I recommend is that, you know, we we need to understand that these, uh, our relationships are going to change. How we even relate to people is changing. It totally changed 100%. So that, with that being said, you know, some people... We're like friends, a different person. Right. And some friends will adapt to the new you or the new me. Mm-hmm. And we are adapted to be who we really were all the time. Now, without this, these guys or this uh, shadow of the alcohol that was... You know, we were impaired, socially impaired also, you know. Well, I think we were maybe not, you were socially impaired. I think I was pretty much like, you know, awesome. Okay, well, I, I see your awesomeness, you know, going to permeate even through the worst. Even uh, through the dark, worst. It's darkness, it's, it is right? hard to not see the awesome. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. But I, I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I see, I understand what you're saying that there are some times that, that no matter what we still have, or you in, in your case, you have a personality that it will be, you engage better than many other people, you know, because that's, that you have other virtues that some of us don't. But the- But I didn't when I was drinking, but I did before I- Well, what I heard is that you were a scary drunk, so I just can't imagine that, right, so. Well, if you are scared of psychic readings from- Yeah, of course, you know that first, you know, and then- Psychic. Yeah, and then 
you have no certified or anything. But the, but the crazy thing is, is that I'm, I'm still myself. There's a lot of things that you have to face when you stop drinking. And it's really yeah, you're almost impossible to do it by yourself. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll, you feel lonely and then you, you exactly, you need somebody or something. Right. I started with just artwork, rocks and tiles and painting and things like that, just to keep my mind from wandering. And then eventually I made friends and... For me, it, was, it had been more of a, a thought process that I started ordering or putting in order my... I thought because they were all scattered. Like now. Like now, they're all scattered. And one of the things, you know, that I knew for sure that I lost whatever social life I had, I lost it completely. I did not have the connections, the 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 business side that I had. It was all on either at a bar or a restaurant or surrounded, or it had to be alcohol. At any right. time that I was doing a, a business deal, it was always alcohol was involved. So what what like what do people do if they're trying to get sober? Like how do they? You, you we need to change friends, or we need to avoid, avoid. that envir- that environment until we know that we can control it. Because otherwise, it's not gonna. That's when the loneliness and the and the uh, difficulty comes of. How we connect get a support group? You know, you don't have it on your family. You don't have your friends. You need to create a new one. And there are many groups here, hopefully in this country, that allow you to to at least start engaging on that. If you don't want to do it a lifetime, right. you can engage on that. Try to find other like support groups and people that. And will. if if you do find a group, you know, when you go, try to go as much as possible and just listen. Yeah, and then and the, look for similarities because I. I always looked for differences, always. Like, these people don't look like me, these people don't sound like me, until I just shut the fuck up. And I was just heard something one day, and it was this older woman, and nothing like me, right? And she said, I used to love when my husband would take long showers because I would be able to go to my stash in the closet and drink my vodka. Hmm. And I, my ears just perked up and I was like, whoa, wait a second. She's just like me. She's just like me. But even then I would go to different groups and if somebody would say something snarky to me, the old me would have made that an excuse or take a person to never go back. Exactly. But this time I was like, I have to stay sober for me and I just have to know that like, one day I'm not gonna want I'm not gonna want to drink. The the important thing that we need to understand that uh, losing friends is part of your recovery. Losing, losing social skills, mm-hmm. losing the social group that you have is gonna be is mandatory. Even if, if I mean it's harsh. I, I this is perhaps one of the few things that I can attest hundred percent. You are gonna lose some of those connections. It's gonna happen. Either they are going to judge you, even you are going to find out that they were not good to you, or you are not good to them anymore. You are not footing the bill. You are not uh, getting early in the morning or early uh, uh, to open the bar or late enough to close it to last call, I think it was called. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to happen. You are going to lose 
the friend you're gonna lose the social group that you belong at some point is gonna go away mostly it's more it's very likely that you're gonna lose those friends and that social and that's group. something to plan for that you're gonna have to be away from these people at least in the beginning right and possibly longer yeah because there are two things that are going to happen either you're going to get support or the other one uh, they're going to not understand that and people not understanding that they are going to continue uh encourage you that it's just a transition that you're going through that is not that bad they've been doing it for long and it is it's right. not true it's and, not true and so. also you know if you're hanging out with a really cool you know let's say like you're 19 and you're hanging out with like a really cool 30 year old who's drinking and getting and you know getting high or whatever but they are so successful and it's so easy to be like ugh, why but the but the thing is is inside if you are an alcoholic addict like you know like you 100 percent can know that alcohol doesn't affect you the same way that like Life is different when you're not under the influence of something. So if you really want happiness for real, you have to stay away from from people that are imbibing or getting high. Correct. Um, again, the, the, these people don't make us an addict. We have the addiction by ourselves, but they encourage and there is not going to be a an environment that is going to be conductive for us of getting better or get rid of this uh, of this uh, abuse of uh, substance, right? So, and there are people who don't drink and don't get high. They're out there. They're out there. And they're awesome. They're, they're, yes. And it's not necessarily that they're addicts. It doesn't mean that you have to make friends with other addicts because honestly, that can be dangerous in itself. I personally really don't hang out with anybody that's an addict, except for kind of you, you know? Right, right, because yeah. we love doing this podcast, and right. I think that we we, we have additional uh, insights on, on this. But yeah, I agree, I agree with, uh, with Elizabeth, you know, we need to... Uh, because there are addicts sometimes relapse, and it's very difficult when, when you're new in sobriety to have to deal with somebody else's shit. Right, that's a, that, that and that we have. You need to put that on a on a, bumper sticker. On a bumper sticker, <laughs> no, 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 on your future relationship. That that's a deal breaker. It should be a deal breaker because you know what has happened. You know what it is. It's devastating again. It's, it's a devastating. It is devastating to to watch it happen. Right, um, and uh, I when they, I went to rehab and the um, there were much younger people there, and the person said, "Okay." only like 20% of you are actually going to stay sober. And I said, then why are we here? This is the most ridiculous. Where's my promise? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? And he was like, no, statistically, that's what's going to happen. And sure enough, people that I, well, quote unquote, friends in rehab, the day they left, they went out and got smashed. Two people died, literally gone from the planet that I had seen that were supposedly fixed you don't get fixed it's you just yeah we need to control it the rest of our lives it's chronic it's not going to go away so we there the what we are trying to get to here is that if we are on a sobriety or we hit the the privilege of being sober then we need to find the right social 
group or the right friends or uh, I mean and that takes time too. oh yeah it would take years it would take uh, it's not quick it's not easy but it's there it's and there. when you found it it's absolutely beautiful it's, a, it's an experience that I have shared with a few people uh, that I wish everybody can find it I I, I, I have seen it in my case I, it is possible you know I'm again I'm early on my sorority but I mentioned on the first podcast that I cannot uh, trade my sorority for anything else. I, I have no choice other than to be sober the rest of my life for many reasons. But uh, the main one is I, 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 I love to be alive and helping people and uh, le- passing the, the lessons learned on this one. I cannot uh, relapse or no. have a, a, a anything like that. It's, I, I know for me it's not going to happen. And, and I, I mean... Exactly, but I would say the steps would be just stay away from people who are not sober. Try to find other things to do. You can bake or tile or and just try to find groups, but you don't have to become friends with those people, but they're still a support group because they understand what you're going through. And try to like hang out and do sober stuff. So let's say that you're in college, ask somebody to go to a movie or go running or something that doesn't involve drugs. And then there's a way to tell your friends that you don't drink. You could say you're allergic to it, right? I mean, that kind of works with people that don't get it. People understand allergies. You say, I have a shellfish allergy. We can't go eat shrimp. They're not going to be like, come on, let's go to shrimp and stuff. So if you have an allergy to alcohol, an allergy to drugs, they're not, that's one way to avoid somebody pushing you, right? Yeah, the, the other thing that helped me also is volunteer. Volunteer on a food bank, volunteer. Uh, uh, Wait, volunteer on a what? Volunteer to distribute food. Oh, food. Yeah, food I, band. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said volunteer to be in a foot band. No. <laughs> yeah, that's this that's again. Sad. Yeah, I, I know. That but, sounds fun. Like you know, for, for me also, one of the things was that I wanted to be a super donor. And, oh, you know, I had... Wow. So th- there are things that I could not have done if I had been drunk. They check you. Have you done this, this in the last six months? Da, da, da. I mean, there are some things. I, wow. and uh, there, there, there are things that that uh, encourage you to to, hey. to stay sober. So work in a food bank or donate bone marrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do broth here. You know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, dig a hole, fill it back in. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Because it's there. Yeah, do do something to, do to keep something. you out of bad things. You know, and you will find out that sober people. You know, the, 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 the ability to enjoy life, to see it in full color, three dimension, or whatever you want to see, it, it's, it's just absolutely beautiful. You know, I wish it to a lot of people that are uh, battling with this disease, uh, that if there is hope and that you can, uh, it will make it work. You know, you, you need to ask for help. And there are many groups and uh, that can help you out on this one. And, and it's true. It's like you were saying, I mean, just even little things like going to the grocery store, used to be go to the make sure you have the wine and then but really that's all you were thinking about like now i can go to the grocery store and think about what i'm going to cook and i mean it's just little things but but the point is is alcohol is like not a part of it 
It's just not a part of my life. Right. And uh, again, you need to surround yourself uh, on early recovery uh, with people that support or encourage your, your, your well-being. Those are your true friends. And also one of the things also it's important to remember is that you cannot help other people if you are not okay. So if you try to help somebody have the way that you are going to do a half as you know, and it may be detrimental to the person that you want to help and to yourself. It's like the oxygen mask in the airplane. Right. Yeah, you need to put on yourself first. Yeah, you totally have to Tell decide that this is what you want to do, and then you're going to have to step back from people that aren't supporting you. Um, and you're going to have to find, if you had an addiction, then you have gumption to go out and find the alcohol and find the drugs, no matter how you had to do it. And drama is going to find you also. You can take that same gumption or chutzpah, as we call it, and find things online. I mean, my gosh, you know, there's like meetings going on online in London with like groups of people who are young and addicts and just find them and talk and just find similarities. Yes. And, and, and you're going to lose friends, like Antonio said. Like, it, be it comes prepared. With it. It's part it comes of it. with it. It's part of it. So It's part of it. And, and it's, it's a sad when it's happening, but then a few months or a year or so later, you will see that uh, that was probably, probably you actually helped them because they may be also looking for uh, getting better. So that's 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 a good thing that can happen to them. You, you wish them or what you have obtained. You know, I wish people sobriety, really. That that would be, uh, that's part of the things where we're doing this podcast. Right, right? And, and I that will be my wish upon a star tonight is that people listening can believe enough in themselves to walk away from friends that aren't helping them get better. Okay, guys, I think it's enough of this uh, friendship thing. Yeah, good. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Anthony. We will have another podcast in seven days. Thank you. Well, that was a good episode. What do you think, Elizabeth? I think we're getting really good at this, Antonio. Yes, it's getting better every time. Every time. And I hope you will listen to us on the next episode of... Intelligence on the Rocks. Thank you. Bye. Bye.